The Crystal Healing Certification Program is coming soon. Want to know more? For info, free training, and to get on the list, go to crystalhealerschool.com. Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals, where crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs can learn and experience the art of crystal healing. In this week's show, I have something super exciting. Uh, I was lucky enough to be able to interview the amazing women at Energy Muse, Heather Eskinozzi and Timmy Jandro. I was so pleased to get to talk to Heather and Timmy just after their visit to the Tucson Gem Show when they were still totally flying high on all those amazing crystal vibes. So we got to talk about some great experiences from the show, some of their favorite practices for staying grounded and centered in the present moment while they're bringing back and picking out all those amazing crystals to share with everyone through their website, energymuse.com. And we also got to talk about their recent book, which many of you may have heard me recommend several times before. It's one of my top three favorite crystal books of all time, and it's called Crystal Muse. So we got to discuss a little bit about some of their favorite crystals from the book and the rituals that they talk about in the book that they just couldn't live without. And it was so exciting for me um, because I have my own kind of favorite rituals from the book already but it was really great to hear from the authors themselves which of these rituals are really part of their daily routine and something that they just need to do to help stay centered and balanced and grounded and I just really loved connecting with Heather and Timmy talking about the book. Um, So I hope that you really enjoy this interview. I'm going to go ahead and play it and then of course I'll be back at the end of the show to talk about it with you a little bit more. Hi everyone, today I'm so excited because I'm going to be interviewing the wonderful women at Energy Muse. Heather Askinozzi and Timmy Jandro have been gracious enough to share some time with us and talk with us a little bit about their recent adventures at the Tucson Gem Show. So ladies, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Ashley. Oh, it's my pleasure. Now, you know, I have to tell you, I'm totally have just become addicted to Instagram (laughs) over the past couple months. And for me, that means that I've really been following a lot of your adventures at the Tucson Gem Show this year. And you ladies have really been rocking and rolling, excuse the pun, but you've been shopping your fannies off and finding all kinds of beautiful things. Um, I'd love to know, and I'm sure everyone listening would love to know, what is it like actually shopping for a a company as big and amazing as Energy Muse at the Tucson show? Well, you know, we've been going for so many years now. What's really great about it is we have our specific vendors that we visit every single year. And, you know, now that we've worked with them for so long, they kind of are ready for us to come. So things are set up. This year, we went a whole week earlier than we normally do. So we really got like the number one picks, like 
amazing, amazing stuff. But it's really hard to capture that whole Tucson Gem Show if you've never been there because it's not like it's just at a convention center or one location. It's spread out all over Tucson. So at any given day, we might be driving back and forth all over to different venues to see the vendors that we are going to be buying from. Yeah. And, you know, I always find that it's, it is hard to explain that to people. If you, if you haven't had the privilege of attending the show, it's, it's so surreal because it's literally every fast food parking lot has a tent in it. Every hotel is emptied out and is full of crystals and it's such an amazing and awe-inspiring experience, but it's also, it's a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I mean, here you are looking at like the most beautiful things that have been created on this earth and you almost get mesmerized by picking them out because Heather and I really spend a lot of time finding the best of the best. It's not like we just go and say, Hey, send us those boxes of rose quartz. We really try to pick the best of the best so that our customers get the best of the best. And so, you know, it's funny for me, uh, I'm, this is Timmy. I am not um, as well versed in the crystals as Heather is because I don't and haven't really studied them like Heather has. So I really work with them by just living with them and, and kind of by osmosis. If Heather's like, try this ritual, I'll try it. And if it works, I'll keep doing it. But when you go to Tucson, the energy is vibing so high At one point, um, just in this last visit, I was like spinning out because it's almost like a vortex of energy because there's so much energy in each location because of the crystals. Mm -hmm. You really have to get grounded and or give yourself a break from that energy. Um, You know, by the time we got home each night, we were exhausted. Right. 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 Well, what do you, what do you do during the day then? I mean, how do you take those little breaks? Is it like about going out and getting a green juice? Is it about wearing your grounding crystals? How do, how do you ladies really stay kind of balanced while you're doing this big work while you're there? Well, I think it's all of the above. I mean, we, we definitely found one of our favorite elixir places. So we go and have an elixir that gives us energy during the day. Um, but, you know, you just have to take a breather. A, a lot of these venues are outside. So again, just taking some breaths, maybe not shopping for a cup, you know, half an hour, sitting down, having lunch. Like you want to keep plowing through it all because there's so much to see but we even need a break because of what I just told you. It's just so much energy. Yeah. But you know, the thing that I love is that, like you said, you're not just going there and and scooping up everything that you see. You're really being strategic and selective. And I can tell you, like it really shows in the types of things that energy muse carries and in the quality of your crystals. Um, So I would love to know, you know, on that note, what are some of your favorite things that you got to bring back from the show this year? Well, you know, what's interesting is um, I thought it was, you know, if you look at the color of the year, you know, the Pantone color of the year is amethyst. It's this purple color. And when we went to Tucson this year, I have never seen so many, I mean, there's a lot of amethyst that has come out of the earth, but I've never seen so much of it. And so from, from just a crystal standpoint, I'm thinking, wow, you know, obviously there's a you know, different crystals are more prevalent sometimes in certain years than others. And, um, and what I felt is, is that, you know, I think there's such a spiritual awakening. There's such a curiosity. There's such a, 
wonder going on on the planet right now. And I feel that amethyst is this mineral that really helps awaken that. And so how interesting that that would be so plentiful. But, um, you know, what we obviously, uh, you know, a question that I always ask, and, you know, Timmy mentioned that we definitely work with different miners and we've been doing this for 17 years. So, you know, the questions that we always ask is how are these are mined? And, you know, we try to go direct so it's not so many hands touching it. But obviously the first question is, hey, um, what are the new minerals that ha- you have seen or what's coming out of the earth now that hasn't come out before or have right. you seen? And so, um, you know, we were able to... Um, find some new jaspers that um, that we hadn't really uh, had noticed before. And some of the ocean jaspers that are coming out, they look different. They have different colorations. They feel different. Um, also noticed, because I personally was looking for citrine, um, real natural citrine spheres, literally looked for weeks, um, for the full week, and only found them in one location out of Brazil. So, what I learned in, is, is that sometimes what we think is always going to be around might not always be around. And some of the things that used to not be so plentiful are now unearthing. But we really um, connected with a lot of this black tourmaline tr- chunks that came out of this one, um, what was it, this kind of one area that they said that, you know, over time, this one um, this this form of tourmaline with this mica and this pyrite isn't going to be as rampant in the future. So what we really do is try to spend as much time educating ourselves as to what's going on within the earth um, and how we can make sure that we keep what at least we purchase balance so that we're not taking, 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 taking. We're doing things in a very um, conscious way. And that what we do bring is that there'll be availability, at least from what we know and how long will it be available or maybe this is it. And so it's, it's, a, it's a journey of um, information and we learn by listening to the earth and mother nature as to um, what is coming up forward for us humans to maybe work with and so that we can evolve and heal and grow as our time here, you know. Um, and how we could use mother nature as a tool. Wow. I just, I love that because you know what, in my experience of the show, that's so true. You know, you can go one year and maybe one year you see Druzy Chrysocola everywhere. And then you go back the next year, even to some of those same vendors and miners and there's nothing, you know? So it really does change based on, yeah, what's coming out of the earth and what kinds of energies are shifting and changing on our planet. And, you know, I just want to mention Um, You mentioned that you saw so much amethyst and with the Pantone color of the year. And I actually saw on your blog, um, just I think right around a week and a half ago, you ladies had a beautiful blog post, how to energetically embrace ultraviolet, the Pantone color of the year. So we'll definitely put a link to that article if that really resonated with anybody listening. So please do go give that a read because I just found that to be a really fascinating article. Thank you so much. I mean, it's interesting, the more that we align with our nature, mother nature, the simplistic, and, you know, for us, obviously, crystals are one of the modalities of mother nature. But if we can take cues as to how we could use this modality of what we're using for healing, I think that mother nature, as going back to the point, is that 
There are certain times where, you know, we would go and we couldn't find aquamarine. And then there's times that there is aquamarine. And if you look at the energy of this year, because obviously we like, you know, Chinese astrology, it's the earth, it's the earth dog year, but it's all about truth and um, authenticity and expressing honesty. And it was kind of cool this year to be able to see more aquamarine than we had in previous years. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know. We kind of look at it more of... Um, that and you know, and the golden healer, you know, before we never really had any of that mineral. And this year we were very attracted to it. And we we bought the golden healer and we hope to really um work with that and and do some rituals around it because this mineral with some of that rose quartz that is inside of it, wow, that is we're talking third and that heart chakra awakening and working it with those together with this mineral is extremely powerful. That's a beautiful stone. People should definitely keep an eye out for that online uh, on your shop because it's that is a really truly high vibrational stone. But like you said, it, it connects that third chakra with that fourth chakra, and you just have this amazing balance of energy. It's not um, it's not too forceful in its like strength and confidence energy because it's so balanced with that you know those feelings of love and compassion. So I just love that. Yeah, it feels good. So I wish I could have a whole blanket out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we were talking a little bit about some of the things that you do to stay grounded at the show. And I would love to kind of transition and really think about um, about cleansing, because I really, I, I often think about these two things kind of going hand in hand. A lot of times if we're feeling a little ungrounded or a little spaced out, it's because there's so much kind of excess energy in our energy field. So I was wondering if you could speak a little bit about some of your favorite crystals for cleansing your space and yourself. So we actually found some amazing black kyanite and black kyanite, Heather and I just taught a class last weekend at the Good Fest. Um, festival or an event. And it's such a great stone. If you just look at it, it almost looks like a fanned out, um, kind of like a knife where you can use that to literally cut the cords or cut the energy of anything that you might've been um, attached to. So like I was saying earlier, there's so many energies going on at the Tucson Gem Show. It's not necessarily bad. It's just that maybe you need to cut the cord on some of them so that you can decompress and black kyanite is a really great stone to do that with. If you start kind of at the top of your head and you cut down um, along your chakras, you're cutting the cord that could be attaching to you in any of those chakra points. So we would do that often every day. I love that. And how quick and simple is that? That's something that really truly anyone can do. Exactly. I love that. Now, what about, um, you know, I, I know we're, we're just talking about energy and, and energy doesn't necessarily have to be positive or negative, but many people get kind of hung up on this idea when they're thinking about crystals for protection. It's, you know, they think about it in terms of protecting themselves from, you know, negative energy or bad energy. But really, you know, when it comes to crystals and protection, it's it's really sometimes more about creating positive boundaries. And I was wondering if you have any favorite crystals for protecting the energy field or even any special jewelry pieces that you've designed for this. Well, you know, um, you know, going back to amethyst, which I, I feel like 
as a cue as to what we can really unite with is, is that um, in regards to protection, it, you know, I definitely think that that is about a perception, you know, of, of what we need to maybe address with ourselves as to the energy of protection and what do we need to look at in our lives. It's to, in, in regards to that topic, but I, I think that definitely I love the amethyst as a as a jewelry piece, and we have one coming out soon, which is you know it's all amethyst. It's um, around your neck, but it really has this energetic kind of field that connects you um, all over in this bubble kind of energy. Obviously, the upper chakras. But because of that amethyst being this, you know, um, transmutative type of frequency, um, I feel like we it's really about this self-empowerment where, you know what, regardless of what life has in store for us, and it sometimes there's harder times and sometimes there's easier times and learning and, and a lot of things that happen, but we can transmute that with our mental state. We can transmute it with the words that we say. We can transmute it with how we show up in our perspectives. And so um, going back to that blog post you mentioned earlier about the flame and about, about transmuting what no longer serves us to a state back into the energy of the earth so that we can be at our fullest potential, I think um, is a really powerful way to look at the word of protection. Oh, I just love that. Thank you so much for, for your insight on that. I think that's a, a just such a, a kind of a fresh way of looking at things. Yeah, because, you know, I feel like right now, and I'm sure everyone does, is that there's there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of this, such as life, right? So we are at a point in consciousness right now, we're at a point of this, how do we work with this energy of the earth and really not only connect with the energy of the earth, but connect with ourselves because the only way out of all this stuff is in, right? There's, we've got to go within to heal that inner child, to heal our own perspectives and, and self and using the energy of the earth as that connective tool can really help shift things very quickly if we are willing to go to that inner that inner self that will help us answer a lot of these questions. That's so true. And you know, I think for a lot of people that the hurdle or obstacle that stops them is feeling like they don't know the way forward. So that's where I really would like to touch on your book a little bit. So you have this amazing book out. It's been out for just a little while now. It's called Crystal Muse. This is honestly, and I have I literally, I wish I could show you a picture of my bookshelf. I have literally hundreds of books on crystal healing. And this is by far in my top three favorite books of all time out of all wow. those hundreds and hundreds of crystal books because it just so, made our year. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's so approachable, ladies. I mean, you've really gone out of your way to make this truly something that anyone can feel comfortable doing and that they can really integrate like that. Um, the cutting the cord ritual that you talked about earlier with the black kyanite that's in yes. this book. I mean, this is a fantastic book and there's something just like that for just about any topic you could possibly ever hope for. And so the full title of the book is Crystal Muse, Everyday Rituals to Tune into the Real You. And I think this is something that really captured my attention about the book is it is about that turning inward. It is about that reconnection with the self on a soul level 
by using these crystal energy tools. Um, and I just want to thank you so much for the work that you put into this book. Um, but I would love to know, you know, out of everything that you ladies have written in these pages, what are some of your favorite practices from this book? Like what's like at least one of these rituals that you couldn't live without in your daily practice now? Well, you know, thank you, Ashley, for all those kind words, because we really did try to, to be vulnerable in the book with sharing our stories and going within to share it with, with everyone so that people would know that it was honest and authentic. And then we gave remedies or rituals or recipes, whatever you want to call it, uh, where the common um, ingredient is a crystal so that you can work with them and be able to get a result. So one of the things that we, I mean, I personally love doing is I work with a lot of selenite. So selenite for me, um, I really wasn't a very good sleeper after I had children. And um, really simply, I mean, selenite is something that I wear around my neck every single day. And it's something that you could place underneath your pillow or on your bedside because selenite is a stone that we mentioned in the book that's like liquid light. Um, it's a very good stone to help you tap into calming down and also getting better sleep. And it really, really works. So I really couldn't go a day without my selenite. It's like my best friend. <laughs> I love that. It's, it's such a good one too. Uh, yeah, I, this is Heather, you know, my, I gave myself a challenge this year because I think I, I don't know if you know, but I'm a recovering, um, crystal <laughs> addict. And so, um, what I promised myself this year is that I would take one crystal for 365 days and work with it every day and, um, or work with that concept of it. So, um, my one crystal was it and is rose quartz this year. And so how can I work with one stone? And I'm not saying I don't work with other ones, but just taking that as a theme and utilizing it as a daily practice. And the other day we just, um, we did something um, here and it's called, you know, keeping the love alive. And I did this ritual with my husband, which is in our book. And, um, you know, I used rose, rose quartz and rhodonite with it, but um, just being able to use it as um, a stone that I as a touchstone so that I remember to be honest and communicate my feelings and not allow resentments to build because then I blow up down the road over something that's irrelevant. So I've just really found that this practice of taking one crystal and utilizing it as a tool to whenever I need to go back to, hey, what do I want to think about this or that? And if I come from a place of love, I think I'm going to be okay. And so, um, that's kind of, uh, I think keeping the love alive in the love ritual in our book, whether you're single or if you're married or if you're looking to attract a relationship is a really powerful chapter that can be utilized in many different ways with the main theme of Rose Quartz as your, as your tool or your touchstone or crystal ally. Wow. Ladies, thank you so much for sharing that. And can I tell you how cool I think that concept is of really working more intimately with one stone for a whole year and just really getting to know it on a deeper level and, and how it can work with you. I think that's a beautiful thing that we should all give that a try. You know what? It It's kind of cool. I have to say, and as somebody who loves every crystal on the planet, it's just kind of, I think it's like a, it's like any relationship. The more you invest, the more you um, can go deeper within. 
And so, and more that you learn different facets of something. It's like uh, another, of a good friend. In a, yeah, in a well, in different facets of yourself yeah. too, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Ladies, thank you so, so much for taking time to join us today and share a little bit about your Tucson adventures and some of your favorite crystals. And of course, your beautiful book, Crystal Muse. Thank you for always being so nice. Thank you so much. Well, that is it. That was my interview with the amazing Heather Eskinosi and Timmy Jandro of Energy Muse. I hope that you found a lot of value in this episode. If you want more information or links to the book and blog post article that we discussed, please learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. While you're there, be sure to subscribe through that link as well so that you never miss a future episode of the show. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com. The Crystal Healing Certification Program is coming soon. Want to know more? For info, free training, and to get on the list, go to crystalhealerschool.com.